Welcome to Pops and Hisses, a music podcast where you hear from the artists you love. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and in this episode, I sat down with Emily Armstrong from rock band Dead Sarah. The L.A. bass band has been one of my favorites for the last few years, and their last release, a six-song EP, came out on Atlantic in 2018. They sat down to do their latest recording project right about the time the pandemic shut down touring for most bands. So they haven't played a show in quite some time and have spent the last while working on new music, which... Emily said has worked out very well for the band. They've been holed up in LA with longtime producer Noah Shane, and they've got a lot of new music on the way, including a new single, Hands Up, which you can listen to at popsandhisses.com. They have lots more on the way, and I was happy to talk to Emily about all of it. Uh, real quick, I want to remind you that you can listen to Pops and Hisses, the podcast, and find music news, reviews, and interviews at popsandhisses.com. But right now, it's time for Emily from Dead Sarah. Let's get into it. How are you spending your time right now? Um, sorry, somebody's calling me. Okay. Oh, you're fine. Um, oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> um, right now, like in the pandemic wise, yeah. or like just, I mean, we're just recording, you know, and anything that we could possibly do to uh, just keep rolling, you know, like we've had that single that just came out and that's just kind of a taste of, yeah. what's to come you know and uh it's it's kind of fun because we've never done that before we've never <laughs> uh put out a single before the album was done you know and there's something really exciting about that you know i feel like that's how they used to do it right and then it just became a thing where you know you have to have it all done and you're ready to go and it's a whole like setup for it and well now with the pandemic and stuff it's kind of like we don't know what's gonna fucking happen so you might as well you know yeah do what we feel and it's it's fun well yeah you had you would also have the we have the album done and now we have to wait six months for the release window to open up and then by that exactly. time <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah and it's so fun because we just started writing these like three songs that we're gonna start pre-proing on so doing them like in batches but they wouldn't have been on, they wouldn't have been considered to be on the album if we had already finished the album. And we think that these are even stronger, you know, it's just, it's so nice to be able to do it in like the now, you know, right, right. and just kind of see where things are happening and just kind of group together the album, you know, and I, I love it. So that's awesome. basically what we're doing. Yeah. Has that been, was that the intention all along or has that just been, because of how things are happening this year, maybe a little more time on your hands than you thought you were going to have. Yeah, essentially, you know, I know that we were going to go into the studio regardless of what, you know, of, of, of COVID. Um, we were already kind of working um, towards, but we didn't have the whole album done then as well. You know, like we were, we had four songs for sure that we were like, these are great. These could be singles. Let's go in, let's start doing that. And um, so we're done with those four and hands up is one of them. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't, it's, it's funny. It's a good question, really. <laughs> well, it's always, for some bands it's been that I've talked to, it's totally upended plans. Like we had this big tour to do and we we're going to put out an album and so like put everything on hold. And then for other bands, it sounds like with you guys, that's just kind of been, it's kind of worked out okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're gonna do this anyway so yeah exactly and i'm just like 
I feel like we got lucky in a weird way because I know a lot of bands that had to cancel a lot of shit and they just came out with an album and I'm like, oh man, like you're just dead in just, the water, right? Oh, it's the worst, man. I can't imagine. Yeah. It's like, where, where do you pick up after that? Like, do you just write a no, new album and just say, fuck it, <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> or like, because it's out, you know, and then in a year's time, it's going to be kind of old, you know, I yeah. guess. I well, mean, and then depends. you also have summer tours that got kicked to fall that now got kicked to spring. And now for what I'm hearing from booking agents and stuff, they're like, well, we're not so sure about spring <laughs> either. Maybe no. fall of 2021. Hell, maybe 2022. And it's just, oh my God. Like, I know. I can't imagine. <laughs> well, now that, you know, we have um, vaccines. I right. think it's going to calm and people get to finally see a little bit of the, 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 uh, the light at the end of the tunnel here, you know, yeah. and that's, what's great. And that's what we're kind of looking at almost like, cool. We want an album done. We definitely want it done before the summer, the album. And that's where we're working towards. And I think that we could definitely accomplish that with right. all the time that we have. And I think, <laughs> you know, what people are saying is that it's going to go back down into like full, Closed down again, so shut down. Might as well be at home or in a studio. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you know that's what we'll we'll be doing regardless. Yeah. Well, that's lockdown or not. Yeah. When was the last show you played? It was, or you guys played early this year, right? Um, we did. We played. It's weird. We were on tour this year, you know, with uh, <laughs> yeah. Bad Flower, and we played the Rock Cruise. Um, what, what was it called? Oh my God, I'm blanking. We played a cruise ship. Oh, wow. Okay. What is it called? Wow. I can't remember what it is, but we were on tour with Bad Flower and then we just kind of, at the end of it, we both went on this, this cruise to do it. And, um, and then we were home and then everybody, and then this whole thing about this pandemic thing. And then it was like, oh my God, and shut down and everything. But then even during the whole lockdown, we did like a, a, a um, an online show, mm -hmm. you know? yeah. so that was fun. And we did another online show. It's not the same, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it could keep us busy, you know, keep yeah. us somewhat engaged. Well, like you said, uh, with releasing the, sing the single and getting people excited about it, does that give you feedback for okay, people are excited or get, uh, you know, a little more energy for the band to be able to, okay, let's keep going on this because we're doing the right thing. Absolutely. The morale is there, you know, right. having, putting something out, it's, it's obviously for us, but at the same time, it's not for us. It's for fans, you know? So to have that acknowledgement and um, it fulfills, you know, and, and it, it burns that desire again to, even though we already have that and we're, we love doing what we're doing and um, working really hard, but it does give us that acknowledgement, like, cool, we're doing something. We're, we're on the right the path here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's you good. Know? <laughs> yeah. So you, you touched on a little bit, but where are you on the album? How much you guys have done? Well, we have four completely finished. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And right now we're working on three. We start with Noah again, um, very shortly. I think we, we just had like a FaceTime with him and we discussed a few songs and we're about to start again. Awesome. So the next batch, batch is being brewed. 
<laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about hands up a little bit. So could you tell me about writing it? Uh, yeah. There's a lot of, to put it lightly, anger and frustration in the lyrics there. So I was curious about uh, the genesis of that song. Of course. Yeah. Um, well, it's if you've ever been gaslit before, really, you know, with somebody that you kind of gave and entrusted your life to, you know, um, and I had a couple of people in my life at the time that were kind of doing that um, with like an ex and with somebody who was kind of helping manage our life. And it was probably some of the worst time I've ever been through mentally. Um, and in order to come out of it, you start realizing what it is. And it's not just you that's going crazy, but there's things that are getting you to that point where you're just like, this is, I don't understand who I am anymore. I don't understand what the fuck is going on. And you feel like you can't blame other people, but when you start to really see it and you have help kind of coming out of it, finding those things and those people, it gives you stability, right? Mm -hmm. And being like, oh no, wait a minute, holy fuck. Like, I thought you were on my side this whole time, but this is what you, like, you start to come out of it and you, you know, I think you become a stronger person. And when um, our friend uh, Ryan, who's playing bass for us right now, mm -hmm. he came in with that riff and we just kind of started writing to it right away. And it was just literally we sat in the studio and he just, we just like, you know, I don't think Susie even showed up at that point and we were, that's how fast it was going. Wow. And, and then soon after I was just like, I know what the song's about. Like it just, it was like, it just spewed everything about it just spewed you know and then obviously Susie came in and then just kind of we like constructed the chorus and everything we got to the place it was done in like a the concept was done in about a day and then wow. you know recording it was like the song was done in like a like two days and then obviously with pre-pro it took a little bit longer to like really find is that the right fill is that the right moment to do this guitar yeah. obviously we do with with Noah but it was the, the quickest one and the lyrics, I was just like, this, I, I just already knew, like, as it was coming out and I looked at it and I was like, this is what this is about. It's like a reflection of what, what I just kind of gone through. And, um, and it was nice. It was kind of like, wow, like, this is my way of having some kind of therapy, you know? Yeah. And well, so that's I, that frustration. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that chorus line of just the throwing your hands up moment is yeah. just so identifiable did it felt did it feel knowing what you'd gone through and stuff did it feel cathartic especially the, in those you know couple days of making and recording the song to like get all that stuff out oh gosh yeah absolutely <laughs> and that's why i think it was just it's just waiting to come out whether i knew it or not you know right. like it just you know and that helps me realize like that's another kind of like stability kind of like I'm in the right direction because I'm able to basically identify what it is, you know, and why I was feeling that anger, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so that in itself being like, not even realizing what you're saying, you know, cause that's how I like to write a lot. And it's just in there just blah, 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 blah. And I look back at it and I go, Holy fuck. <laughs> so that is super cathartic. And yeah. it's like, 
that's like the most and that I'm like this is why I do this you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. I also thought uh you have such power in your voice all the time but this song in particular you really hit it uh in a few moments in that song was that kind of the same thing or like you're just really feeling these lyrics when you're recording them absolutely absolutely and you know there is a fine line where like I would love to be able to just say lyrics in a way where like you could just whisper them and you'll still feel the weight of it right that's like like I that's what I strive to be um and there's so many songwriters that do that where it's like you just read it and you're like holy fuck that hit me you know that hit me so hard that's where I strive to be um and I think learning my craft over the years I would scream because I didn't know exactly what to say you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, I really want you to feel what I'm fucking feeling. And I can't explain exactly how I'm fucking feeling it. Rawr! But I think hands up has both, you know? And I think that's why it's, 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 it, it could hit you more because the, the lyrics are on point and it, they could still get you if you read it, you know? Right. And that's that, that fun, like songwriting ability that, um, that you just have to work hard, you know, like sit and like really figure out and like, is this is this gonna fucking hit? Is this shit gonna slap, as they say? Yeah, and um, it does. Yeah, I always like when you the times uh, your band has done you know those quieter in studio shows because you tend to everyone else is a little quieter and you get a little quieter, but those lyrics you guys have just hit just as hard, which I think is really cool. So yeah, I think you're successful in your goals. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I only strive to get better. Yeah. So the song I was reading and it said the song was co-produced by Sean. So was that? Yeah. Uh, what role did he take when making the song? Well, he's kind of doing it for the whole album. But oh, is he? I, okay. Um, that what I didn't know. Yeah. 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 No, it's again, it's a blessing with, um, the, the, it, you know, if I could say it's a blessing out of this, these tough times. Um, uh, it kind of, we didn't, again, we were supposed to go into the studio right at the top of the year. And then, you know, shit, hell fucking broke loose. Right. Everybody's got to be at home. And we were just kind of like, fuck, what are we going to do? You know, and we were already doing demos with Sean before Noah. So we were getting it to a place where we're just like, this is what we want it to sound like. So we were taking the extra step of really showing Warner, showing Noah that this is our next, you know, move. Mm -hmm. So to make it into something more conceptual, Noah was like, I want this to still, like you guys are onto something, you know? And even Warner was like, you guys are onto something, what you guys want, you know? So that's why uh, Sean is still in that role because yeah. we were just on it, you know? Like it would be stupid to, to have him not be there. And then obviously with the pandemic, Noah's not in the room. You know, he is now, it's like a FaceTime thing. Um, or at least with these past four songs, including Hands Up. Um, when we were recording it, Sean is also the engineer, pretty mm. much. You know, with Noah's help of being like, you should get this gear, you should get this one. This microphone would be great for the kick. And, you know, so he's kind of learning as well. So it's it's kind of something very organic and i think it's going to really show a different side or the side that 
should have been a little bit more um, involved, like involved in our sound. And if that makes any sense, um, yeah. it's going to sound like we're recording it in our rehearsal room again, too. Like that's, <laughs> you know, we've never done that before. So there is going to be an aspect where it sounds very live and raw. And that's yeah. what we love. And probably comfortable for you too to do it with Sean to do it in your rehearsal space and I think that adds exactly a, bands that I've heard do that before it adds a sort of yeah that raw quality because you're just in your element and you don't feel like oh we're in a studio we can't you don't want to mess anything up like you gotta do it just right like you don't feel like you have yeah. to just in your living room you're fine <laughs> yeah and they're like oh the Beastie Boys record here led zeppelin and you're like fuck dude oh no like pressure. no <laughs> no pressure and it's just like oh i don't need that in my fucking head space you know right so and it's great because um sean and i get to work one-on-one -on -one a lot with melody and like pushing pushing the envelope lyrically you know like it doesn't hit doesn't hit like Len, let's take a day come back at it tomorrow or just push it until like i'm literally on the floor you know mm. oops low power um so it's great a lot more a lot more involved yeah a lot more hard work you to have noah there because you guys have just worked with him for a really long time so i'm sure there's that comfort and familiarity there too right oh absolutely i mean we send him everything that we do <laughs> and then he works on it on his end you know it's great you know we send him shit and he tells us what to do and stuff like that and with the next group a batch that we're about to go into um we're all going to get tested and everything and then have a couple days pre-pro live in a room. And then from there we'll start recording oh. and then we'll send him everything like that. So there's still that. Yeah. Right. Um, well, you mentioned the practice space. I really liked the video, which was really fun. And it looked like you guys were maybe playing in your rehearsal space, but I couldn't really tell. Yeah, we definitely were. Yeah. <laughs> it was all born. Yeah. And then the just the rest of the video, you guys jumping in the truck and stuff. It looked like a lot of fun. I thought it worked with well. With fun. That was so much fun. It was right in our neighborhood, Highland Park. We jumped in, and all the neighbors were cheering us on and stuff. It was really fun. <laughs> really fun. <laughs> and people who live across the street are being crazy right now. <laughs> what was that? Oh yeah, yeah. They basically were yeah. Yeah. But they loved it. That's cool. So are you? I'm sure this is a ways off. It was a ways off anyway, because you guys were going to be making the record, but are you excited to play some shows again? Are you, I'm sure you're enjoying some quiet time at home, but I've, for me, not being a person in a band, I'm just a guy who goes to a lot of shows. It's weird to me to not be out and not like hearing live music. A friend of mine described it as he realized he hadn't heard, you know, that the thrum of the kick drum in his chest. Yeah. In like a really long time. So I, I just wondered, are you and the band in general, just are you excited to play shows? Are you enjoying some time <laughs> not doing it? I mean, always want to play live. We always, always, always. Um, that's like our fucking, that's what we do. You know, that we're a live band. But there is something very cathartic right now in this process mm -hmm. um, where we don't even have to think about live, you know? Right. And when we've done these online shows, it's almost like, oh, we get to play. Oh, no, it's not really a show. So and then we're working really hard because it's like a different brain. Yeah. It's like you're in the studio and then it's like, let's now be a live band. And it's just like that part I don't want to do right now until the record's done. Like switch that on and then have it switch it back off. It's just it's a lot. 
Mm-hmm. So I would say yes and no right now. Like I'm not ready to switch to the live because when it, when it switches, like that's all I want to do. It's like, this is what we're doing. We're getting a whole fucking yeah. set list or a few set lists or getting all of our songs ready to just go on tour for a year and a half. Like that's what I want to think of. Not just one show. Like I want yeah, to be fucking- Turning that on in your brain yeah. and doing one show has got to be just a oh, mental, wasted mental energy. <laughs> 100%, you know. You know, but you know, pays bills too. You well, know, yeah, that's for sure. It just, it just sucks that there's no crowd there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I say it pays bills because it's like there's no real, you know, people are watching online, which is fucking awesome. But you know, when I watched last week, the engineer the band basically did it in their studio, and so they had an engineer in the control room, obviously, and then he was their voice of the crowd, so to speak, just kind of monitoring like a live chat, and it was. It was neat, I'm sure, for the band, but also it was just this guy going, "Well, everyone's really excited," <laughs> and that's Hell. you know the feed, all the feedback you can get. So, oh, uh, I don't know. It's like watching live sports where it's just like, you know, yeah, the fake crowd noise. I'm Which like, is, it helps them for sure. Yeah, you know, it's a little like, oh god, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's all fucking weird. 2020 is weird. It is very weird. It's I'm happy that it's working out for you guys in the sense that it's kind of conducive to making a new record. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just it's so bizarre. We have to had to just for our mental health. Yeah, we had to get something good out of it. You know. Yeah, I hear you. One thing I wondered was, and this is in general. I, I love hearing you sing. You have such power in your voice, and I always wonder what you have to do to take care of your voice. Or if you have to do much to take care of your voice. If I sing like you, I, I wouldn't be able to talk anymore. <laughs> um, I know. But is that something you think about with live shows? Because we were playing night after night, and you kind of have your voice in that condition. But I didn't know if that has any effect on you now, not doing as much. Um. Well, definitely, it's a muscle. So if you're not using it as much, it's just going to get a little bit weaker, and then you have to like pack, like yeah, do your warm ups do your little exercises just to get it back up. It's the same kind of rule, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a very, very small muscle and to get intricate about it. And uh, you use a lot of muscles around your muscles to sing, <laughs> you know? It's right. not just this, it's your diaphragm, it's your body. So you have to take care of your body, you know? Um, as you could see, like sometimes when singers are just beat, you know, hung over all the time, fucked up, right. they don't sound good, you know? most of them um because it's your body you know so when i'm before hitting you know going on tour again that's a whole different beast than playing and rehearsing in your room because you have the comfort of that um so when we get rolling um on tour i'm very diligent about the warm-ups and cool downs and my tees and just being really just like your normal things but then after a bit you just kind of you're in the swing of things and, and then you don't have to be so and but for me i don't have to be so on it it's just kind of like okay this night night like my body is just this is we're in it you know and i'm good you know sometimes i don't even warm up before i go up on stage because i basically am all warmed up like my body and my mind and everything is just tour like that's where you are right right yeah well, that's good. Um, another thing I want to ask about, because you guys are on Warners, um, 
and you put out the the EP a couple of years ago with Atlantic, but um, the two albums before that you guys did on your own. So yeah. I'm kind of wondering what it was like to, well, now you're on Warner's, does it take a little pressure off of you guys to be able to not have to do every damn thing? Or uh, what's that been like for the band? Um, well, you know, the first time we did it, it was just kind of like, we kind of just rolled with the punches. You yeah. know, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know. It was like, we took it as it came, you know, and like, oh, we have to hire a radio people. Okay, let's do that. Like, not even realizing like, oh, we have our own label, basically. Like, we're literally running our own <laughs> label. It wasn't like we were like, we're going to set up this and this is how it's going to be. And we have all these different departments. And so we were just kind of rolling with it. And then we realized like, wow, we don't have to do all this. You know, this is a lot to deal with. Right. But I'm really happy that we did because then we learned how an organization or music the music industry does work mm -hmm. so um at the same time it was a lot more work you know but you know now we can just steer that hard work into what we do as right. musicians and stuff like that but you can never really let up on other things and be like oh they're going to take care of it that's just you can't do that you have to be on top of it you know you have to get your management to stay on top of it with them and stuff like that. It's, it, it never, you should never let your guard down on it, you yeah. know? And then but, your label appreciates all the hard work you're putting into everything anyway. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so it's, there's definitely that trust of just being like, they understand us, they, we understand them. This is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. And then once that synchronicity is in and it's locked in, it just feels really good. You yeah. know, and getting to really feel that with the first single was really nice. And I'm like, great, this is this is force to be reckoned with, you know, when, you know, our album um, is done. Yeah, well, it seems like everything's going well and uh, they're really excited about it. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really, really nice. So awesome. I'm very happy about that. Well, Emily, that's most of the stuff I wanted to ask about. Is there anything else you want to talk about or mention? Oh, no. Cool. I had a lovely time chatting. Yeah, thanks so much for doing it for me. I appreciate it. Um, I'm looking forward to the new music whenever we get to see it or hear it, I guess. Fuck yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to Pops and Hisses. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app or head to popsandhisses.com where you can listen to the podcast and find more music news, reviews, interviews, and what else, more podcast episodes. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and you can follow me on Twitter as at Omaha Music Guy. Or find my page on Facebook by searching for Kevin Coffey. My last name is spelled C-O-F-F-E-Y, by the way. Thanks to Herdat Media for producing the show, and I encourage you to check out Herdat's network of podcasts such as my friends Pat and JT, who tell great and funny stories, or Meathead Test Kitchen, where they talk about food and fitness. Find them all at herdatmedia.com slash network. That's H-U-R-R-D-A-T media.com slash network. Thanks for listening. See you next time.